Darren, people are clamoring. They're saying, when are we going to get another installment of Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things? A review. When? When? They'll say to me, all the good work you and Darren do, weekday mornings, 5.30 to 10, could you maybe deliver it in podcast form, like the very best Top 5 Things that you get done? And I say to them, friend, we've been doing that for quite some time. (laughs) And you need to pull your head. Top Five Things podcast is what you are now listening to. You've uh, you found it. Congratulations. You've cracked the code. Yes. It's brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois. They are the only locally owned dispensary. They have two locations, Tech Drive in Milan and West Main Street in Galesburg. Both locations are open seven days a week. Both dispensaries offer recreational cannabis, and Milan offers medicinal, including topicals for localized pain. All right. It's called the Top Five Things I be. I guess we should start somewhere, and we'll start with number one. Number one. One. Number one. Number one. Number one. And this should be obvious. Okay, number one. Number one. 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 Number one. Real Alternative Radio. Hi. Uh, Planet 93.9. That's what you're listening to. Uh, I'm Dave. This is my partner, Darren. We're Dave and Darren in the morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, That adds up. Hope you had a good night's rest. Why? Uh, Because there's a story here of a guy who maybe didn't get a great night's sleep. Uh, trapped overnight in a New York City bank vault. This is like an I Love Lucy episode. Ricky, I made the vault. I'm going to do it. Is there enough oxygen for the night? Yeah, I mean, he survived. Yeah. He was accessing his safety deposit box. Yeah, but typically don't you do that under under the watchful eye of a banker? Not that watchful as it turns out. This is Tuesday night. Not only not watchful, but left and sealed him in the vault. Yes. (laughs) What's going on? Yes. Tuesday night, he ended up trapped in the bank vault when the doors closed around 8.45 at night. He was uh, apparently... Your bank is open at 8.45 uh, at night? You know, New York City bank, man. It's the city that never sleeps. Apparently, yes. somebody uh, closed the safe not realizing that he was still inside. I don't get it. 23-year-old man called 911 and firefighters tried their best to freed him. Why'd but, you call the bank? But ultimately, op- well, bank's closed. <laughs> Banker's hours. <laughs> He calls 911 firefighters, tried to get this guy out, but ultimately they opted to wait until an automatic timer opened the doors again at 6.15 in the morning yesterday. Hey, buddy. Yeah? Um, This vault door here is very expensive. And if you could just hang in there till 6.15, it'll it'll pop open on its own. Otherwise... (laughs) Well, pr- we probably cause a lot of damage we to just, it. We've, we've thought about this, and it, it probably makes more sense for us just to wait this out. How would you like a free toaster? Man was in the basement of the World Diamond Tower in Midtown Manhattan in a vault owned by DGA Security and used by multiple businesses in the Diamond Districts. This is where, I guess, uh, jewelers in the area, keep all of their precious gems. Mm. I mean, this, this is like one of those caper movies 
Once it's closed, it's on a timing mechanism. Mm -hmm. The vault does not reopen until a certain amount of time passes. Firefighters attempted to cut through the 30-inch concrete wall of the vault, but stopped once they hit a metal plate. They say, quote, the problem with the plating is we'd have to use our torches on there, which would infect the environment of the person inside the vault. Firefighters kept tabs on this guy via phone and cameras inside the vault. He was checked out by emergency responders on the scene and released with no injuries after he was freed. How you doing in there, buddy? I'm still in here. Can I get like a cracker crust pizza? Just slide it right under. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Deep, deep dish isn't going to fit. I'm going go, to go help myself to a mouthful of fabulous jewels. Well, that's why you always... Uh... That's why you always have your phone charged mm-hmm. at all times. Now, you are, I have to imagine, in the process of auditioning your glove box salami for the upcoming winter season. Well, yeah. Or, do, or have you made a determination as to which salami you'll be putting in your car this year? Uh, I, have, I have what I would call a short list. For those of you who are new to the show, Darren, each winter, keeps a salami in his glove box. Sometimes two. You've never had two. I think I had two last year. Really? Uh Why two? That's Uh, new. Just double up. Explain the glove box salami to all the new listeners. You put a a salami in your glove box, and then that way, if during the winter you have some sort of incident that you end up in a snowbank, you'll have something to eat. And when uh, spring comes and that... uh, that situation is no longer, uh, you're no longer in peril, then that's when you eat the salami. Hello, is anybody there? Yes. Let me ask you this. Yes, right here. Let me ask you this, and it pains me that I've never thought to ask this question all the years we've been talking about Darren's glove box salami. Uh Let's say you hit some black ice. You end up in a snow... Bank, like yes. like you're talking about. We've all been there. Uh-huh. How long from the moment you realize the car's not going anywhere until the glove box is open and you're slicing up the salami? How much time passes? Not long. Is it almost instantly? Well, I don't know about instantly, but it's not long. Okay, you're listening to the station when you when you go into the snowbank. How many songs have we played before you're? Helping yourself to some of that salami. Probably top of the hour. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> it just kind of really depends on where you were, you know, what time of day it was. Oh, probably, I see. Probably top of the hour. Okay, okay. That's these are the. <laughs> it's important information. Now, everyone is free to do it in a way that they're comfortable with. Absolutely. We're not suggesting no. that Darren's top of the hour salami. You do what you is what do. we should all adhere to. You do what you want to do. Right, right. It's a very personal decision when someone decides to yank the yes. salami between out of the you glove and your, box. Between you and your doctor. <laughs> Once you found yourself in a snowbank and immobile for, for a time. Uh-huh. And then, yes, I, I, thank God, the last couple of years, you haven't had any misadventures on the road with winter weather. No, So you're able to I enjoy have. that salami as kind of a rite of spring, right? That's exactly right. It's like the, the daffodils are coming out of the ground. Yes. You see more and more robins. Rebirth. And Darren is enjoying glove box salami. Yes, rebirth. Yeah. I like it. I like it. It's a movable feast. 
literally. Number two. Number two. <laughs> Number two. Number two. 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 Aaron, mm-hmm. let me ask you a question. Do you think that you look better in person or in photographs? Well, I don't know. I don't take the world's best picture. I disagree. I think you're a handsome fella. I was showing some uh, pictures of you the other day to some family members, yeah. and they said, look at that. Look at him. Look was, at him. I was showing uh, pictures of you and your cowboy Don't hat. touch him. Don't touch. Look at him. <laughs> you see with your eyes, not your don't, hands. Don't touch the photo. <laughs> You're going to get it all, you're glomming it up. Do you think that you typically look better in person or in photographs? Well, I, I look better in a good photograph. Let's go with that. I, I would love it if just once you could answer a question. I am answering. Would you say there's no difference between how you look in person and photograph? Or is one better than the other? In general. Every photograph you take isn't great. No, it's not. Are the majority of them great? No. So you would say you're better looking in person than in photo- photographs? I wouldn't say that. So what is it that you're saying? I'm saying that... Help me understand. I'm saying, I'm saying that if uh, you use a nice filter mm-hmm. or something and modify me, it's uh, that's... That's probably your best bet. I see all these ads during the football games for these phones now. And you've seen them, too, where you you take the pictures and it just automatically fixes everything. Have you seen this? Where, like, you you take a picture of your family. There's four or five people in your family. And it makes your family look better than they really are? Yes. (laughs) Well, that's what we've come to. You push a button and it just automatically fixes everybody's faces. Yeah. So if one person's got a weird look on their face, the phone just, through AI, fixes it. Which, when I see those commercials, I think, that is incredible and also kind of sad. Yeah. Because you're not really taking a picture. No, you're not. That's not a moment in time that you've captured. That is a representation of something that's and you can delete, real enough, but not real. You can delete people, and you can do all kinds of stuff. Right, right. You've, so you've seen the ads I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't have that phone. But if, like, if there's a guy photobombing you, right? You take a picture on the beach, and there's just some rando. You just push a button, and he's gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's cool, but it also seems scary to Why, me. Why? What would you say? Do I think I look better in person or photographs? Yeah. I would never see, deny anyone. Not so easy. Hmm? Not so easy, is it? It's not. I would say I'm better looking in person than in photographs. Okay. See, that's how you would answer the question. Yeah, because you get a little bug-eyed in photographs. Why is that? I don't know. You're excited. You get excited. I used to do this thing for, forever. Remember your driver's license? Uh, have you seen my more, most recent well, one? Not, your new one looks pretty good, but Thanks. some of them you look like... You're a serial killer. Well, it's because I get so excited. To have I know my you get taken excited. You get I, excited. And and this is the thing too. Like I open my eyes wider to take it yes, all in. Yes, yes. But that that looks yes. intimidating. Like I'm about to jump out of my skin. Seat. Yeah, right, right. I used to do this thing in pictures with my wife where if we were together, uh-huh. if you look at like the first ten years or so of our marriage, yeah. Uh, if we're together, I would do this thing where I have my arm around her, and then, like, for some reason, I try to make this hand look as big as possible. Why? I don't know. Well, how do, I, you, how I, do you make your hand look big? 
like, like getting so it, it closer so to the camera. Instead, no, no, no. Instead of being like with the fingers closer together, uh-huh. it's like I fanned them out. Uh-huh. Like a, like I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know what that's about. And you did that intentionally? No, no. I just noticed in pictures. It's like, what the hell am I doing with my hand? And she's like, you've done that in every picture we've ever taken. Yeah. So now when I get a picture taken. I try to make my hand look real tiny. I almost see, feel like I've overcorrected. See, I'll do like if I get if I'm taking a picture with somebody that I don't really know that well. Yeah. And you and you do the thing where you put your arm around them, mm-hmm. but it's always like your hand is like not really touching them. No, that's <laughs> that's I do that all the time. It's like it's <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> if I do, if I. Yeah, if if it's like this is I I I don't know this person that well. right right no yeah it's if, like, if, it, if it's, it's like if it, Will Dorado's in the studio and right. it's like you put your arm around him and it's like I'm not touching right it's the appearance <laughs> no, of closeness no, no touching no I think that's I think that's appropriate though that's just that's the appearance of being close while still respecting boundaries yeah. I guess physical space. I guess. Yeah. But it, the but it, the but hover. It, the, but it looks stupid. The hover hug. <laughs> the the hover photo hug. hover hug is yeah. that's it's that's like, just good eh. stuff. Yeah. That's just understanding your role. I think that's wonderful. I think I've got one of those. I got one of those with Peter Tork. From the monkeys. Yeah. Right on. Where I'm like, he's doing it to you, or you're doing it. To I'm him? doing it to him. Doing no, the, you don't the hover to, hug. Don't touch the monkey. I'm a mash monkey. Forty-nine percent of Americans polled said they look better in person than in photographs. Okay, well then it's an even split, so it's, people it's, don't really know what they're talking about. It's not though. It's not. No, only thirteen percent of people would say they look better in photos. Twenty-three oh. percent of us say that there's no difference between the real Magilla and well, a photograph, and that's probably the truth. I mean, the photo is a relatively accurate. You know, representation of your face. Yes, for the most part. Yes and no, because it's two dimensional. I feel like I'm best enjoyed in all three dimensions. Really, all four, if you think about it. Fifteen percent of Americans say they're not sure. They don't know how to answer this question. So forty nine percent of us think we look better in person, and two percent don't want to answer the question. <laughs> Two percent. Two percent said I won't answer the question. Two <laughs> percent of people polled. This is a stupid question, and I'm get away from me. I'm really crossed up. <laughs> Photographs. What are you talking about? What, I don't understand what. What does any of that mean? Do you think you'll ever be? Um, you'll ever have a, a a portrait of you painted? No. You won't ever. Go, no. What am I? That? What am I? The, King of Spain? Why would I have a portrait painted? I don't know. It's just because people don't do that. No, that's done for heads of state or people in... doesn't mean you couldn't hire someone to do it. Yeah, I feel like if there's a portrait of you... Yeah. You and should... then you hang it, like, right above the fireplace. What am I, the Jim man. Nance? <laughs> well, it's just the sort of thing that, you know, if anyone was ever in your home, it would be um, a conversation starter. You just and the thing is, you would, and this is how the conversation starts. Mm-hmm. You know they've seen it. You know someone's. You, you know the person in the house has seen it. Mm-hmm. You just wait for them. Mm-hmm. It's like, I couldn't, are, are, aren't you going to mention the uh, portrait? I couldn't help but notice you're admiring my my portrait. Uh huh. Well, no, no, no. You don't do that. 
you don't say a word. You wait for them to say something. And you just kind of have a big smile on your face like, when are you going to say something? What am I wearing in the portrait? Am I wearing you regular clothes? Like a blazer? A yeah. blazer and a tie? You got to get dressed up for that, right? For sure. For official portrait? Like it wouldn't just be me in a brewery t-shirt, right? No, like a blazer and a turtleneck. That's not an accurate representation of who I am, though. I've never worn, well, a, I've never a, worn a turtleneck in my life. Well, it, you, it, you got painted in the fall, in the winter. It was cold. <laughs> it's not a summertime. Do I have like a corgi on my lap or something? Or like, am I, am I sitting in, like like, a sniffer. in a study? Yeah, like, some, like brand, you're holding a glass of brandy or something. I don't hate that. And I just put it in the living room. Like right, right above the, the fireplace, and you're the only one in it, even though... Even though I have a family. Even though you have a family. <laughs> and you just wait for anyone to come in and uh, mention it. See anything you like? <laughs> you can't even do that. You don't want me to say anything about the weird oil painting of myself that's in my house. No, you just wait till they say something. Okay. Well, and if I, they don't say something, that's, I, that's weird. It's then they're the weirdo. Then they're the weirdo. How can you come in here and see this portrait of me? You've been in my house wearing a for blazer and a turtleneck, and you never once mentioned my portrait. Look at the color of my cheeks. You yeah. didn't say a word. What kind of creep are you? Yeah, I think it's weird that you spent all this time in my home and not one word, not one word about the portrait of me. I don't understand how you're how you're wired. You know. At first, I thought it was a little weird that I had that portrait up, but I realize now... I'll tell you what's weird. You're the sick one. Yeah, you're the... Yes, sick! <laughs> For you to not mention the oil painting of me above the fireplace, you're sick in the head. Look how big it is. You! Look how big it is. You can see... Do you think that was done in an afternoon? That's not You know something... how much I paid for that? I didn't get that done at a carnival. It's not a, it's, oh, I, I could see keeping your mouth shut over a, some I, sort of caricature. A, That's an oil painting. I hired an artist. An artiste. The guy had a mustache and everything. He brought his own paints. And you're not going to mention my beautiful oil painting? Something very wrong with you. This is, tr this is troubling. Yeah. You need help. You're sick. Three. All right, number three. Number three. Number three. 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 Story of an 82-year-old Korean man who had a heart attack after choking on a live octopus dish. Did he know it was a live octopus dish? I, something tells me that's something you're aware of. Maybe not. We substituted. Not until you got it in your mouth. 82-year-old man in South Korea had a heart attack after choking... Have you ever had octopus? I have. Have you? Yeah. Down in Florida? No, here in uh, in the Quad Cities. Grilled? No, it was raw. Raw? Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Yeah, we went out to, uh, what was it, Red Ginger. Oh, okay. And I, I, I had the, a mindset, I'm not leaving here unless I eat 10 things that I could never believe I would eat. 10? Yo, I went nuts. I, I ate everything. T why 10? That seems a lot. Because it was like, uh, get whatever you want. It was like, oh, you can eat or whatever it was. I ate a bunch. Of, I just kept ordering goofy stuff and eating it just to prove a point to myself. You should do that more often. I know. I know. I left there feeling great. My wife did not. Why's that? 
Diarrhea. Oh, no. Octopus doesn't. The, it's not for everybody. Doesn't, doesn't settle with her, huh? I'm in trouble for sharing that. 82-year-old man in South Korea had a heart attack after choking on a piece of live octopus. It's something called Sennachi. Uh-huh. A local delicacy comprised of freshly served and still wriggling tentacles off an octopus. Fire station authorities received a report Monday morning that a piece of sanachi had become stuck in a man's throat. You know what I say? Hats off to the octopus. If you're able to move your tentacles in such a way that you're choking a guy who's trying to eat you, I, I don't know, man. It's like your guy John Lennon used to say, instant karma's going to get you. First responders arrived on the scene. This guy had a cardiac arrest. They conducted CPR. San Nachi refers to a small octopus that is sliced and served raw, often eaten in South Korea's coastal areas or seafood markets. Though the name of the dish translates to live octopus, it's slightly misleading. The octopus is killed before it's served with its tentacles cut into portions. Okay, so it's not live. However, it is served immediately after slicing, and it's so fresh that the tentacles' nerves are still alive. Still moving. Causing it to appear as if the octopus is live. Wouldn't as it, it makes its way to the plate. Wouldn't it be something if the, the octopus performed CPR on the guy who was actually trying to eat him, <laughs> eat this octopus? Or the Heimlich maneuver. The, the octopus is performing the Heimlich maneuver on the guy. Now you're talking. Eight arms to hold you. Uh-huh. I can't get your Beatles out of my head this morning. We got a new song coming. It's uh, the working here title a little for more help, everyone. Yeah, it's, it's often, it says here, served with sesame oil, sesame seeds, and sometimes ginger and has a, Jew, uh, a chewy texture. Oh, I bet it does. Hmm. I'd like some of that uh, octopus sesame, if you please. The dish has made headlines with local media. There have been multiple cases over the years of diners dying after choking or asphyxiating on the live octopus. In one of the better-known cases, dubbed the octopus murder, a South Korean man was sentenced to life in prison in 2012 for allegedly killing his girlfriend and claiming it was a San Nachi accident. Octopus murder? Yeah. Was that a Neil Simon play? (laughs) sounds, Sounds very nefarious. So he... Must have choked his girlfriend, allegedly. And then it says here he was acquitted due to lack of evidence. And then said, oh, no, we were eating octopus, and that's what happened. Oh, boy. The, uh, the live octopus. I don't know that I would feel comfortable with this. I, the octopus that I consumed was very dead. Yes. You ever had calamari? Of course you have. Yeah, sure. You probably have it all the time. Well, I wouldn't say I didn't have it last night. You're like uh, King Triton. Yeah, that's what. You'll eat all the, all the fish under the sea. Uh-huh. What's a fish that you wouldn't eat? Would you eat that uh, fish that they got to cut in a certain way that uh, if they do it wrong, you're poisoned? Not, I, I don't have to be that big a dare, daredevil. No? What's the point? It must be really delicious. I bet it's not. How good? It must be good if there's a chance it could kill you. People, are, people do stupid stuff all the so time. So you wouldn't eat the, Probably the poisonous no, bullfish? I'll just, no. I'll just go to, you know... LJS and call it a day. (laughs) 
Would you eat poisonous blowfish if it came with a side of LJS hush puppies? It would help. Maybe a root beer. And maybe a root beer. And I'm going to ring that bell. <laughs> do they still have the bell? Oh, they got the bell. What are they, uh, what are they all about now at LJS? It looks like salmon is on the menu. How? That can't. Is it That deep? was not allowed back in my day. Is it deep fried? No, I don't think they deep fry it. Don't think, isn't that their gimmick? They deep fry yeah, everything? It's, it's a healthy choice. You sound disappointed in people who make healthy choices at Long John Silver. Well, if you go to, uh, uh, do you if hear, you go to did you hear the contempt in your voice just now? It's a healthy choice. Well, people make me sick. If if you go to LJS, that there is not a healthy choice. Mm, yes. Okay. So you shouldn't have any expectation of healthy fish. Two piece cod, eight piece shrimp. Mm. What about the one fish and one chicken? How's the chicken at LJS? It's okay. They, they don't have the peg legs like they used to. They haven't had those for probably 40 years. What are peg legs? They used to have little uh, chicken peg legs. At, uh, like drummies. Oh, drumsticks. Yes. Did little, they just call them peg legs? Yes. Like, I'm assuming that the chicken, the way you're describing it, that the chicken leg has been altered in a way where a little peg has been inserted into it. So it looks like a long no. silver himself. No, but they used to have peg legs. Long John Silver, by the way, uh, not not the hero of that book. He's a villain. Yeah. There you go. Are there any other restaurants named after villains? I'm not. I'm not wrong, right? Isn't Long John Silver the bad guy in Treasure Island? Villain in. That's village in you goofball. Am I saying that wrong? You are. Uh, grilled salmon. It's free pie on Wednesday. And it says here in bold letters, grilled salmon meal. Grilled meals do not include hush puppies. So don't even ask. You want to be so healthy? You if don't, get, you were you don't healthy, get any of the bad stuff. If you were a healthy eater. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. No. But if you're a healthy eater mm -hmm. and your friend wants to go to Long John Silver's, would you even step foot in that place? I'm... It'd be like... In, in the hypothetical that you offer, I would say no. Yeah. It's like, sorry, buddy. <laughs> I'm not going in. You'll uh, have to get your fish and more some other time. Yeah, yeah. You got plenty of places to go for your healthy eating. Yeah, because they're like, well, they got the grilled salmon there. It's like, yeah, I'm not even talking about that. It's just like being in there isn't healthy. <laughs> just the secondhand grease. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just breathing in. Four. 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 Oh, boy. I picked the wrong time to try and chuck down some coffee. And we're back. I'm looking at the thing that says when the song is going to end, and I think, oh, I can do this. I can totally drink this coffee and get you, it uh, down before the song ends. You ridiculous man. Yeah, I, I sure am You ridiculous. can't drink all that coffee. Well, that I, it was quick. just one swallow, but I just... My Did timing. it go down the wrong pipe? No, no, it's just my timing was way off. I got no timing. Yeah, yeah, you got no timing. That's the thing. It's Dave and Darren in the morning. Hi, how are you? Uh, happy uh, Wednesday, October the 25th. Alternative music is our bread and butter here at Real Alternative Radio, but also... From time to time, we like to share alternative points of view. If you have one that you'd like us to share, the text line is 563-223-8355. Uh, 
These are uh, these are some interesting ones. Okay, good. Yeah, this is an interesting round, I think. All right. Some unpopular opinions that are very interesting in terms of the way people are thinking. I like that. Folding t-shirts and jeans is pointless. Like, why? In my experience, they don't really hold wrinkles, which is the only explanation I can think of. Unless your drawers are jam-packed and you need things packed tightly just to fit. But in that case... You probably have too many clothes. Yeah, I pro- I, I've got plenty of clothes I don't wear. But, uh, I, ju- I mean, the reason I fold things is just so that uh, they're not... They're smaller if you fold them. I, does, this, does this game just cram everything in a ball? I don't know. And, 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 and some T-shirts can get wrinkly. Yes, yes. I mean, some are better than others. What you're wearing, it seems, are polyester granimals. <laughs> I don't know how your t-shirts don't get wrinkly if you don't fold them or hang them. You would prefer to have your jeans and t-shirts take up more space? Yeah, where are you putting things? Just everything just lays everywhere? It's an unpopular opinion. Okay. As is this next one. If you don't lick one side of a Dorito before eating it, you are missing out. (laughs) Get, Get some of the dust. Lick it. Each one? Lick it. Flip it. Put the fresh side, tongue side down, and eat it. If you just shovel them in your face hole, you're missing out on half the flavor. It should go without saying that this doesn't have to be done for every single Dorito. Some are small enough to do this internally, and some just have one side flavored because of the Dorito quality assurance guy who's maybe taking a nap on that shift. (laughs) I'm only talking about the full-size Doritos. Yeah. And you... Have to decide which side to taste. Well, don't be weird. Just try it. Oh, but my Dorito will get slimy. Why don't you stop crying? It's only out of your mouth and moist for half a second. Well, let me throw this out there for you. Consider this. Okay. If we're just talking about maybe a money-saving venture. Okay. Say, I'm, I'm not talking about a little bag. If you had a little bag... That the little bag you eat it, it's gone. Yeah. If you're talking like a lunch size bag. Yes. Of, but if it's a bigger bag, mm-hmm. maybe like a family size bag of mm-hmm. Doritos. Mm-hmm. If you do this, is it possible that you could get by your flavor satisfaction would take place and you'd eat half the number of Doritos? <laughs> what do you think of that? I've never tried it. Do you think that maybe? By I've do, never by, eaten a Dorito if, in any way other than the normal way to eat If you do Doritos. this, your Doritos will last longer. That bag will last longer. It's, it's an interesting concept. Certainly an unpopular opinion. Not something I'm going to try anytime soon. Unpopular opinion. You married up. I think you will try it. Okay, maybe I will. You married up. Yeah is an insult. It's not a compliment. I hear this occasionally, sometimes said to me, sometimes said to others. What really bothers me is when it's said to me in front of my wife. I know it's supposed to be a compliment, but inferring that my wife is so much better than I am, (laughs) the way it comes across is that my wife makes poor decisions and could have gotten better. And how do you think that makes her feel? Let's just stop saying this and come up with a better way of communicating with each other. Well, the thing about it is, if, you, if, if she hears this enough, she might reconsider. It's like, you know what? They're right. 
I just what what do they always say? Don't punch down. <laughs> yes. There's nothing like when old men get together mm-hmm. and they want to talk about their wives. Yeah. And rather than just having a genuine moment, like I'm so lucky to have met her. Yeah. You, you, they say things like, "I'll tell you what, buddy, we sure outkicked our coverage." Yeah. What is what does that even mean? Well, and here's the thing too: you'll never hear a woman say it, and you'll never hear anyone say it to a woman. It's true. You're, it's true. I like that this guy hears it all the time. And he's, and he's, and he, and he's, he's thinking, got a problem with it. Well, this it's is, like, I'm just as good as she is. Where do you get off? And you're insulting her if you think about it. If you huh? think about it, you might convince her to do something about something. Unpopular opinion. People who say no pun intended usually do intend to make a pun, and they're just saying that to highlight the pun that they just made. I like to say no pun intended when there's no pun at all. I don't know if anyone's noticed that, but that's part of my shtick. Yes, I'm here at the bank to pay my mortgage. No pun intended. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, what I like to do is interchange. Like, as opposed to saying, as opposed to saying no offense. When you should say no offense, I say no pun intended. And when, a, when you would say no pun intended, I say no offense. Does it also work with pardon my French? No, can I, I do like, hey, uh, can I get 12 bucks on pump number 15? Pardon my French. <laughs> well, just try that because it's fun. I'd like to see more people do this. When, when you should say no offense, say no pun intended. I feel like no pun intended more often than not is misused by people to highlight the pun they made rather than truthfully saying they didn't mean to make the pun. I feel like if you're going to make a pun, just let it breathe. Rather than point a metaphorical finger at it to show everyone how clever you are. How clever you are. Don't get me wrong, I'm not mad about it, and I'm not going to call people out because I'm not a jerk, but it seems pointless to make a joke and then immediately go, ha, 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 wow, I didn't even mean to be so funny. I wonder what they would think about me where you use no pun intended <laughs> intentionally when it's not even a pun. I'd like to order two large sausage pizzas, no pun intended. Right. <laughs> um. And then just, see, if you were to say that, to, if you were to say that to me, and I didn't know you were doing a bit, I would struggle to figure out what the pun well, was. Well, that's why it's kind of fun to do that sort of thing if you go to a place you really don't know people. Like, if you have to go to, like, a, a party or you don't really know people, uh-huh. you know, you, you basically go up and say, no pun intended, but you're out of toilet paper. How is that a pun? It's not. (laughs) (laughs) But they'll they'll just look at you like, what the hell is wrong with that guy? What pun are you talking Uh about? No no pun intended, but uh, you're out of dish soap. Pun intended. Uh-huh. When there is no pun, right? Yeah, that, it's the it's so much fun. And then if somebody points out there was no pun, you go, "That's what I intended." <laughs> if you get no called offense. on it, no offense. No offense. <laughs> Pardon my French. Um, it's a it's a lot of fun to do. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Hey, I think we're gonna need more buffalo dip. No pun intended. <laughs> right. What? What? Are you, what pun? Are, what? All right, I'm gonna start doing that. Everybody start doing that. We've been given a homework assignment. No pun intended, but your wife's been hitting on me. 
How is that a pun? <laughs> it's not. Also, what? What? <laughs> what? That's insane. Who are you? Wait a minute. There's a lot to unpack there. Right. I don't even know how you got in my house. Keep them guessing. Unpopular opinion. Men look better with suspenders than belts. Belts shape people if they're on too tight. Are are we talking about suspenders like, are we talking about like if you had a jacket over the suspenders? So that we're just talking about how you wear your pants or something? Men look better with suspenders than belts. Belts shape people if they're on too tight. Suspenders hold your pants up just right. Yeah. And inside short suspenders keep a man's shirt looking pressed all day. No uh, riding up shirts. I think I th- men back in the day really knew how to maintain a good appearance all day long. I think that's probably true if you're wearing a jacket. But Just walking around with suspenders. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Nanu Nanu. It's wonderful. Oh, Mirth. They don't have to be rainbow suspenders. They kind of do, though. Unpopular opinion. Kangaroos are the weirdest animals on earth. Don't talk to Olivia Rodrigo about this. Kangaroos are the weirdest animals on earth. Just think about it. Everything about them is weird. Their very existence seems like something out of a fantastical imagination. Kangaroos move through hopping, relying solely on this method for mobility. They lack the ability to walk or move forward, setting them apart with their distinctive hopping locomotion. Female kangaroos have two ovaries, two uteri, and uh, two private parts. The tails are exceptionally robust and capable of supporting their entire body. Kangaroos are oddly aggressive towards animals and even humans. They employ unconventional defensive tactics, and they will use water to drown their adversaries. Had you ever heard that? They hold... If you're fighting a kangaroo and you're near a body of water, it's going to try and drown you. I think there was a story about that recently where some guy was trying to fight a kangaroo that was drowning his dog. Drowning his dog? I think, or attempting to. Despite their mammal-like appearance, kangaroos are marsupials diverging from traditional mammalian reproductive methods. They carry and nurture their young in pouches, which is a weird characteristic in the animal world. Yeah, there's a real problem with kangaroos. This one seems like it it might have been one that you submitted, Darren. Unpopular opinion. Mm -hmm. You're not humbled, you're honored. Yes. I think this particular vernacular is worth workshopping. Always. Because it always seems funny to me when someone uses the word humbled in the context of being recognized. Example, I'm humbled to receive this award. No, you're not. To be humbled is the exact opposite of recognition. Exactly. Which raises people up on a pedestal. I propose honored instead, which gives the recognition back to the source as well as praises the peers. When you say you're humbled, that just feels empty. Yeah. Being humbled is uh, wearing a hairnet and serving pie at your class reunion. Unpopular opinion. Tuesdays, way worse than Mondays when it comes to your nine to five job. At least when it comes to Monday, everyone expects it. They know it's 
coming once it's the weekend and they somehow prepare for it. But people ne- never account for Tuesday. You are exhausted from putting all your energy into getting through Monday, and your week's not even halfway over yet. You like Tuesday better than Monday? This is a, a source of debate in my house and has been for decades. My wife will tell you Tuesdays are the absolute worst day. Really? Oh, she hates Tuesdays. Huh. Hates them. I think I prefer Tuesdays over Mondays. Me too. Yeah. I mean, they're no Wednesday. Well, the, one of the arguments that I've heard other people make is, with Monday, at least you still have, you're still touching a weekend, you know? Uh, it, it wasn't over that long. The wrong side of the weekend. Well, that's, that's where I agree you with your, you. You got your butt up against the weekend. Uh-huh. Yep. What good does that do you? Unpopular opinion, Burger King has the best chicken sandwich. Look, I know this sounds crazy. But you can't get the one that's long, but the spicy chicken chicken sandwich is so much thicker and juicier than what you get at Popeye's or Chick-fil-A. So much juicier, more juicier than that could ever be. And if you don't believe me, that's because you never had it. Because it's Burger King, which I understand. But you should give it a chance. And if you do, you will like it. And afterwards, you are welcome. Hmm. So not their original sandwich, the chicken sandwich, it's the long one. No, not the long not the, one. Not the long the one. The chicken, yeah. Yeah. And then we have two more food-related, both involving microwave ovens. Which one, I, I wonder which one you'll find more controversial. These are unpopular opinions we're happy to share with you. Pizza that has been reheated in the microwave mm-hmm. is better than any other way of eating pizza, even fresh out no, of the oven. No, no, no. It's just better when it's been microwaved. No. The texture is soft and chewy, way better than fresh or oven-baked pizza. I prefer to chill pizza down in the fridge for a few hours <laughs> than microwave it before I eat it. You're a lunatic. I hate cold pizza. No pun intended. And pizza that has been reheated in the oven. That's no, that's popular opinion. Yeah, no kidding. And then there's this one. I think it's perfectly fine to microwave fish at your workplace. It's food. Just because it smells a little fishy when people reheat it, that shouldn't be a factor at all. You people need to deal with it. If someone makes salmon the night before for dinner and has leftovers, they should be able to eat it for lunch the next day. I wouldn't throw a fit. It's, it's just, it's not, it's not very gracious. Microwaving. What are you doing? Everybody's got to smell your fish. Easy now. I'm, I'm, no. That's, no. Well, I'm not saying I would do it, but I'm just saying I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't go crazy. <laughs> but if, some, if you went over to somebody's house and they were like, I made you a pizza. Yeah. And you got all excited and they were like, hang on. I made it six hours ago. I ordered been, it. I ordered it. I ordered I ordered pizza. Okay, where is it? I put it in the fridge. What? I ordered it's the been, pizza it, six hours ago. I, I ordered ago. the pizza six hours ago. No, I, I I'm gonna microwave it up for you. What, You're gonna love what it. What are you talking about? That's how I prefer my pizza. That's not necessarily how I prefer mine. <laughs> No, it's gonna, you're going to love the way it, it works. What? It just works better. 
Those were some unpopular opinions. Number five. 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 Number five. Goldie Hawn says she was touched by an alien. And in her words, it felt like the finger of God. Hmm. Goldie Hawn <laughs> was on a podcast. Mm hmm. And. She claims that she was ambushed by Martians. That she During asked, the podcast? <laughs> no, no, in her 20s. Oh. That'd be a neat trick if we had audio of Martians touching Goldie Hawn. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, I don't she revealed the incident. She's 77 years old, Goldie Hawn. Yes. And she says this incident happened when she was in her 20s. She was living in California at a time that there were a lot of UFO sightings. Okay. So before you uh, roll your eyes at this, no, I mean, their story checks out. A lot was going on. She wasn't the only one. Quote, I went outside my door and I sat on the little ledge and I looked up at the dark sky and I saw all these stars. And all I could think was, are we the only planet in the whole wide universe that has life on it? Yeah, people think that. She said she called out to any aliens listening, saying, quote, I know we're not alone, and I would like to meet you one day. Four months later, she was settling down for a nap in a friend's car while working as a dancer, and she heard a high frequency in her ear. Mm -hmm. She claims she then saw three triangular-shaped heads, silver in color with a tiny little nose, no ears, and a slash for a mouth. She says the aliens were pointing at me, discussing me like I was a subject. She said she was unable to move, but that the aliens, quote, touched me, and it felt like the finger of God. It was the most benevolent, loving feeling. Hmm. This was powerful. It was filled with light. Goldie never forgot that experience, she says, and went on to speak to astrophysicists and did a lot of her own research on crop circles. <laughs> she did, huh? <laughs> I didn't. I, that I didn't know that she did. Goldie Hawn's out there trying to figure things out. She says she once dreamed about the aliens, and the next day, a crop circle appeared near where she was staying. Wow, this is a lot of coincidence. Uh-huh. Have you ever heard any of I mean, that's that's nuts. Kurt, uh, Kurt Gibson, her, uh, her partner, longtime partner. Not, not Kurt Gibson. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. There's She's not Kurt, with Kurt Gibson? There's no, there is no Kurt Gibson. I bet there is somewhere. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. You don't know. Somewhere. What are you, the, what are you, the national senses? Uh-huh. Kurt Russell. That's her, that's her partner, right? Yes, for years. He says he's long been fascinated with UFOs. He revealed in an interview that he was the pilot that reported glowing skies in the sky over Phoenix in 1997 in what became one of the most famous UFO sightings in history. That was him. That was Kurt Russell that saw the, uh, the huh. UFOs. I didn't know that. Yeah. His son Oliver was with him at the time. And in fact, noticed the lights first because they were taking a private plane. 
Kurt described the uh, lights as six lights over the airport in an absolute uniform V-shape. He reported the lights but claims he didn't think of it again until Goldie was watching a documentary on UFO sightings years later. She never brought up in all those years with Kurt Russell that she'd been touched by the finger of God by these Martians? That never came up? Ever? You don't mention that? Like, if that happened to me, if aliens were touching me with their God finger, I would talk about that a lot more. Like, that would be all I would talk about. Yeah, you get tired of it. Oh, my gosh. You think you're tired of the stories I tell now? Imagine if I was touched by a Martian. That's all I would talk about. And she says it was because she kind of put out a message to the universe that she was ready to meet them. Yeah. And then four, and then months, like four, then four months later. In no time at all. Can you imagine being the Martian and you get the message that a 20-something Goldie Hawn wants to hook up? Uh-huh. We're going there in the speed of light, Daddy. Yeah, no, good. Step on it. Set the coordinates for Earth. Goldie Hawn wants us to touch her in her 20s? Yeah, yes, warp speed. This is nothing to laugh about. <laughs> Take the Sugarland Express to planet Earth pronto. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, we're going to touch her right there in her private Benjamin. Easy now. How are these Goldie Hawn references going over? Hit and miss. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. That was Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things podcast. Yes. Congratulations, you survived. We did it. We made it. We Pod- made it. Yes. Through the rain. The podcast is being brought to us by Nature's Treatment of Illinois. Now, you got to remember, they have the largest menu in Illinois, and they offer a wide selection of products for recreational use, including flour, vapes, edibles, and more. If you're on the Illinois side, sign up for your medical cannabis card through leafwell.com and receive coupons and discounts. Until we get a chance to do it for you again, hang loose, you kooks. And you stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities, represent for the Quad Cities record spot, Davin Boy. Yeah, we keeping it locked, rock out. Come on, and it just don't stop. East Moline, yeah, they keeping it hot. Uh. All right, show's over. I'm tired. Bing bong. <whistles> Goodbye, sir. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. <phone rings>